This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It podcast, where we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county. They're working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your host, Erica Willitzer. Thanks for joining us for the Working It podcast. I'm your host, Erica Willitzer. Today, we have a very special guest. We have James Cornus with Patriot Rail. Thanks so much for coming today. Good morning, Erica. Thank you. There's a lot of, I would say, people that love trains, and um, you're going to get a lot of cool information about rail that maybe you didn't even know about. Would you agree with that? I would agree. And I'm actually one of those people that <laughs> loves trains. So this should be fun. I've actually pictured you. Do you have like like model trains all throughout your house? All throughout the house. You do? Yes. Oh, God love yeah. your wife. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, let's just start with you. Like, So it sounds like you've had a love for trains early on. Yeah. Ever since I was a little kid, Erica, it started with my, my grandfather on my mother's side, uh, got me into the hobby of trains, HO scale. And, uh, from there it kind of stuck. And, uh, now 15 years later into the railroad industry on both the customer and carrier side of rail operations with two class ones and, uh, two short line railroads. Uh, I can't believe I think about this as being somewhat in the back half of my career, but here I am. And uh, it's been an incredibly wonderful ride. A lot of great stories, a lot of great people, and uh, I've enjoyed it my entire career up to this point. So did you go to school to like get into trains, or did your life just kind of lead you here? Well, at, my mom and dad felt it was fitting when I chose Purdue University uh, because their mascot is a train. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I, I, I didn't actually consider a career with the railroad while I was in college. Uh, so I went through Purdue's industrial management and industrial engineering program, Came out, went to work for General Motors uh, in manufacturing engineering, which is following the path of my uh, my dad and his father before him. And uh, I had a friend who one day said, I can't believe you never chose to work for the railroad as much as you love trains. And I, a, a light bulb went on and I applied and uh, ended up working for Norfolk Southern, uh, where I started my career in rail operations. And in 2006, and here I am. Isn't it funny that people can say something and have such an impact on somebody else's life just like that? So that's a cool story, and I didn't know about that that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's talk about Patriot Rail. So a lot of people might be thinking, okay, I've never even heard of Patriot Rail, but that's because you're kind of new to the area. You guys purchased Pioneer Line. So give us a quick overview of Patriot Rail. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're correct. Uh, you know, Patriot Rail has been around uh, in the short line railroad space for close to 20 years now uh, through several different ownership changes. And um, most recently, to your point, uh, Patriot Rail last September of 2022 acquired Pioneer Lines, um, which interestingly enough was a neat addition to the Patriot Rail portfolio in that Patriot Rail traditionally did not have any real rail assets in the Midwest or Great Lakes region. Pioneer uh, acquisition allowed us to be able to expand into that. And now we're the third largest short line holding company in the United States, um, headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. But interestingly, uh, 10 of the rail asset properties that we have are in the Great Lakes states of Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and uh, Illinois. It's about 25% of our overall uh, rail foot, uh, footprint. Nice. So, when I first started in economic development, I when people were saying short line, I'm like, what does that mean? 
So there might be somebody out there listening that doesn't understand what that is. So help us understand. Absolutely. Yes. So there is a a formal ways that you can uh, identify railroads uh, from the very large ones that most people probably are familiar with seeing uh, going across the country to the very small ones. Short line railroads, although there are designations within the American Association of Railroads or AAR and the Federal Railroad Administration, which is the FRA, uh, it's suffice to say a short line railroad is the first mile and sometimes referred to as the last mile of uh, goods and shipments moved by rail. So um, typically those are smaller footprints. Um, you know, some of our railroads are as short as a couple of miles long. Um, others are 150, 300 miles long. Um, but it's suffice to say that outside of just your formal designations, the short line railroads are really the touch point service for a customer uh, at the very beginning at their dock door or the very end um, at their warehouse. And, uh, and that's where we kind of live. And there, there's a number of short lines in the United States. I couldn't tell you how many uh, at, at current day, but um, it is a very large number. I would say about, so it's about three, maybe four years ago, um, when you would look down that train track. Actually, I think there's this horrible YouTube video that's still out there. It was like considered one of the worst train tracks in America. But that is not the case anymore. I when I go over that rail and I look down, it is brand new. I want you to speak to that because I think there are some out there that's that uh, still have that in the back of their mind. But that is not the case anymore. You guys have done a lot of work to really change things, right? Yeah, that's correct, Erica. Um, So the Napoleon Defiance and Western Railroad, which obviously moves through the namesake towns, um, is a 52-mile long railroad that is, um, uh, we own it, we operate it. Uh, To your point, it um, actually has a very rich legacy dating all the way back to the Wabash Railroad um, in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Um, That asset for us has become very strategic. it is served by both Norfolk Southern and CSX, um, so there's good optionality from two of your largest Eastern Class 1 carriers. But the neat thing about the NDW, and you're absolutely right, uh, was a railroad under a lot of deferred maintenance who has made a renaissance comeback um, and was named Railway Age's 2023 Shortline Railroad of the Year. So it is a uh, tremendous uh, and humbling um, uh accreditation that we received from Railway Age. And uh, the world looks entirely different out there. To your point, it's a, it's a rehabilitated railroad um, through a federal grant program that was actually supported by the state of Ohio and the local counties, which is a great public-private partnership story. Uh, and we're not done. We want to do more. And um, this is a growth asset for us. So, I mean, we were going to talk about like the vision and that's just a little piece. Any other tidbits of what the vision for that rail line is in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say that the vision uh, is supporting the community and the EDCs that run along it. Uh, there are four counties that uh, that we operate through. Um, stretching all the way from Woodburn, Indiana and Allen County out to Henry County on the east end, uh, east to uh, Napoleon, Ohio. And uh, in the middle, you have Defiance and, and Paulding County, all very proactive in, in, in rail development. And from a vision standpoint, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's a growth asset. There is a lot of property line side. What makes it special is that this railroad sits right in between two major north-south uh, U.S. highway corridors, I-69 running through Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I-75 running through Toledo. Um, U.S. 24 
corridor that links both of those, we parallel. Uh, and therefore, when you take a step back and look at the railroad, um, you essentially have a means of moving goods and services uh, through a corridor that is heavy truck density that really um, has a lot of conversion capability over to rail. And it's, it's incredibly exciting. You know, I feel like this is an exciting time in Defiance County. We have a lot of economic development activity and they're like, why is this happening? And I'm like, well, there's a lot of factors, but I think the main factor is our location. Absolutely. And it's so, it's so goes to your point. Okay. We're going to do something really, I, I would say fun. And I want this to be quick because that's the fun part. We'll see how many you can do, but I would like to try to do five fast facts about Patriot Rail. Okay, you ready for it? Let's go. Okay, fact number one. Fact number one, you can fit roughly four truckloads worth of material into one rail car. Mind blown on that one. Okay, fact two. Fact number two, uh, Patriot Rail has no affiliation with the Patriot uh, uh, football team uh, (laughs) out east, even though... Uh, it tends to go that way, and we get asked, is your owner Robert Kraft? The answer is no. I didn't even think that, but I should have because that's awesome. Okay, fact number three. Fact number three, um, interestingly, we are made up of a senior team in our organization that has a wealth of experience outside of just the rail industry. So what we bring is an entrepreneurial mindset when we look at rail assets and development and industrial development and I think that's unique in, in the industry overall in terms of having an executive team uh, that isn't just core rail focus, but brings to, uh, with them subject matter expertise and other disciplines. I love that. And fact number four? Fact number four, um, we have an eclectic fleet of locomotives uh, that you'll find across our system. Um, most people don't realize that uh, a lot of the mo- locomotives that are operating uh, on the short line railroads, Patriot Rail included, uh, were built in the late 1950s and early 1960s and are still going strong. No way. I didn't know that. Okay. And then fact number five. Hmm. Fact number five. Besides uh, you're awesome. Oh, that <laughs> I was going to use that as fact number five, but I, I, I don't think that would float necessarily overall, I, although I do appreciate it. I think fact number five is um, across the Great Lakes properties, that being Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, uh, Illinois, There has been over $15 million in public sector funds contributed to rail projects um, that benefit both the public, uh, the community itself, the EDC stakeholders, local government, and most importantly, the rail shippers themselves. Uh, And that has private sector match, as in our company match, um, which a lot of people don't realize the funding that goes into some of these railroads um, actually benefits the public Itself, and I think that is a unique tidbit of information uh, to share with the with the uh, with the listeners out there. Um, these railroads are essentially your railroads, um, and and our objective is to make them as uh, uh, as friendly and as uh, economically uh, uh, driven uh, as the community. Uh, and and Defiance County is a perfect example of that. That's perfect. Okay, so you you did great on that. I'm going to give a fact number six. This is on my end, and then you're going to talk about it. But fact number six is that Defiance County has a lot of industrial sites that have your rail right next to them. So I'd like to talk about that because if there's companies that are listening, there are major opportunities here in Defiance County when it comes to your rail line. So let's talk about what that looks like if somebody's like interested in, in siting 
Um, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely, Erica. I mean, and, and that's a great fact, and you're absolutely right. Um, you and I spend a lot of time looking at these sites and the integration of these sites um, into our rail uh, network, most specifically the NDW here. And uh, I, I think overall, when you take a look at it, um, we want to be a partner and a conduit to helping folks understand rail. Um, I think we do a great job of helping uh, folks identify, okay, origin, destination points, different lanes that they want to ship. What are they shipping? I think a lot of people don't realize uh, the stuff that ships by rail. Um, Let's talk about that because that is crazy. You were telling me this and I was like, what? Yeah, absolutely. The stuff that ships by rail would, would, would be if you go into your house, there's, there's nary a thing in your house that didn't somehow originate on a railroad. Like t- toilet paper. The toilet paper is a good example. Yeah. Kitty litter, um, CDs, uh, which are a thing of a past, roughly. But I was like, why did you just say CDs? I'm like, are we talking about something else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, saying right. that back in the day when CDs were big, like they were all shipped by rail. Yeah. That's absolutely. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but your raw materials, uh, food-based products, um, a lot of people don't realize that uh, there are food-grade rail cars uh, that are shipping things like corn syrup, starches, sugar, um, finished goods. Uh, What's the weirdest thing you've ever shipped? Ooh, uh, animal lard. Ew. Fish oil. That did not ship in Defiance County. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, no, none of that actually does. But uh, but you you would be surprised. And I and uh, it, you know even with me and and my wife and having four kids, uh, we have a lot of fun when a train goes by talking about the things that are actually moving in those rail cars. And uh, I think people uh, really would begin to appreciate um, how their economics would change in their household if they didn't have access to rail. Uh, and what that would look like necessarily, um, you know, the frozen food you eat, the sugar that goes in your coffee, perhaps the coffee beans themselves. Um, all that stuff is is stuff that ships by rail in one form or another, whether it's the raw materials to make it or the finished goods. And there, you know, so there are some companies that are probably listening or like, well, we already have an established facility and we're not by rail. Uh, and they're thinking you can't help them, but you can explain that it's, it's called transloading and I'm going to give it to you to talk about that more. Yeah. And that's, that's a great one. And I, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, Erica, cause that's correct. You don't have to be located line side on our railroad to take advantage of the rail economics. Um, transloading is a concept that's very simple. You're moving goods off of a truck, um, onto a rail car or vice versa. So when we talked a bit earlier about four truckloads roughly equating to one rail car. Mm-hmm. A rail car will hold about 100 to 110 tons worth of material. An average truck is about 25 uh, to 30 tons. So you can see how very quickly that adds up. Um, transloading is very simple. If there is a customer that is five miles from our railroad, we can help with the logistics of getting that truck out of their facility to a line side location by our railroad, getting those goods off that truck, putting it onto a rail car, and shipping that rail car to end destinations. Um, really, from a rail network standpoint, Erica, uh, customers that want to extend their market reach uh, beyond where they're at currently, outside of radiuses of 300 miles, 500 miles, the rail economics um, smoke trucks all day long. And um, most people think exactly like you said, oh, if I could only be relocated next to a railroad, you don't have to be to take advantage of it. So, and if somebody wants to take advantage of it, let me tell you, I'm here to testify that 
You are here a lot in Defiance County and neighboring counties. Um, you, you don't live in Ohio, but you make sure that you are truly engaged with the community. And, and people can just reach out to you or they can reach out to our office, right? 100%, yes. I've been uh, pretty much a resident of the Midwest and Great Lakes my entire life. Um, I did live in Chesapeake, Ohio, at the very southern tip of Ohio for a couple of years myself, so I, I could claim Ohio residency back uh, several years ago. But um, but, but in all honesty, yes. Uh, I would encourage anybody listening to this who has questions about rail, um, how do I ship by rail? Um, I know that where I want to go, but I'm sure not so sure how I get there via rail. Uh, please reach out to the EDC uh, here in Defiance County. Um, Erica is more than happy to, to share my contact information. Let us help you figure that out. Um, we've got a staff that uh, understands how to, how to uh, look at trucking versus ship versus rail and the economics behind all that. And I tell people this all the time. Rail doesn't necessarily work for everybody. That's okay, too. Doesn't mean you shouldn't make the inquiry in there because uh, some discovery you might find that it might not work for commodity A, but couldn't work for commodity B and C. So uh, certainly anybody who's curious, uh, we'd love to have them reach out. Well, you're a wealth of knowledge when it comes to everything economic development and rail. I'm going to switch gears here because I think it's really important um, workforce related. You guys do have job openings. I want to talk about that because just listening to you, I hear the passion that you have for the company Patriot Rail, but there's opportunities there. So people listening could potentially apply and be working with you. Absolutely right. Yeah. I would encourage anybody. Uh, the railroad industry is a great industry. Again, I've been in it for over 15 years now and uh, I joke around with people. I don't work a day in my life because it's something I'm incredibly passionate about. But um, it provides a great career. Um, it provides great skill set. Um, it covers uh, needs all over the board. Um, you, you can you can be a skilled tradesman and make a great career in the railroad. Um, you could have varying degrees out of college, and they are great positions within the railroad. I would encourage uh, anybody who's listening, take a look at our website. Uh, very easy to go through the portals and find where the uh, available openings are. We're 33 railroads operating in 22 states currently. Um, we are a growing company. Um, so even for the folks here uh, that don't find anything today, take a look tomorrow, take a look next week, um, and, and follow what we do. Uh, it's really dynamic and exciting. And um, I've been with Patriot Rail now for just shy of seven years. Uh, it has been a wonderful ride. It is a great organization and a great culture. And, uh, and, and we're, all, we're looking for good talent. Well, you can tell it's a good culture, and I've always enjoyed every conversation that I've had with you, including this one. We are close to wrapping up, so let's end it on a high note. I feel like it's all been high notes, but let's on a higher note. Uh, what do you want people to truly take from this and remember about Patriot Rail? Well, I want them to remember that uh, we are a, a community steward and a community partner, um, th that we are essentially uh, neutral. We simply move goods from point A to point B um, efficiently, safely. Uh, I, I used the example a while back uh, while traveling on 24, US 24 here at one point. Um, in a so short 17-mile span, I passed 117 tractor trailers going the other direction. And if you do the simple conversion of rail car uh, to truck ratio, that would be the equivalent of 30 rail cars that could pull 120-ish trucks off the road necessarily. Um, think of the economics. Think of the impacts to the environment uh, by, get, by getting that, those trucks off the road. Let us help you understand that. Um, 
we're we're at the end of the day we're we're an open arms organization looking to uh, help people understand rail rail logistics and rail networking and um, and and this county uh, has been a wonderful conduit for us. Uh, very easy to work with, Erica. You and your staff is outstanding, um, and uh, and we look forward to bringing um, some more business into Defiance County. Well, I do too, because that's our mission, and we're going to do that together. So, thanks, James, uh, for for being on our podcast today, and uh, we look forward to the future with Patriot Rail. Very much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com, or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify.